Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Welcome to another episode of Rock Solid Radio. I'm Linda Hutchinson here in the studio with the one and only Merle Hutchinson. Hey, hon. Hey, what? Are you loving the snow? <laughs> you know what? In our last show, you were complaining about cold weather, and you put out an invite. I did. What was your invite? You want I to did. say? I, I asked if there was anyone out there that wanted to invite us and, and have us come stay with them. Yeah. Somewhere warm and yeah, sunny. Yeah, and what happened? And I was literally writing for the show, like, and we got nothing. And then, all of a sudden, you got one an invitation. Of a, one of us got no, something. I, now, wait a second. We both got, <laughs> an, we both got an invitation, but I, I'm going to give it to you. We have a son who lives in Hawaii, and he mm. is actually moving back to the States, and he's got a lot to do. And he's over there by himself now, and he said... Hey, Pops, mm. you want to come help me move? No, so wait a second. Guess I think, where I'm going, No, baby. wait a second. I think he said, Mom and Dad, you can take turns. Um, yeah, so I'm going to yeah. do the first three weeks, and then he'll oh be back gosh. every... No. I'm gonna, only going to do a couple days. Whoa. Oh. And he's staying, like, on the beach. It might, it might be at Waikiki. <laughs> that is so bad. So bad. So I'm just going to keep you, putting Jesus. that out there. I'm, I'm waiting for my turn, so... Maybe, uh, um, well, he's moving to so. Virginia, so oh, maybe you'll get an invite there. It's not the there. same. So. <laughs> what are we talking about today? What's yeah. going on? But if we checked out last week's show, we did talk about absolute truth. And please go back and listen that to that show. That show is getting hit, hon. Ooh. It's getting hit. It's good. Yeah. Because, you know, hon, it's a great um, show uh, and topic because of, like we talked about in the show, the amount of confusion mm -hmm. that we are finding in our marriages and our family. And as we always say, uh, where the family goes, goes our society. And if you want to see uh, why there are societal uh, problems, just go back to the family. And it's the amount of confusion of who's leading the home, what rules and guidelines <laughs> is the home going to be run by. Um, it's all these things that are really just kind of lost because everybody has to be right. So um, I, I got a good cup for you today. Oh, that's nice. It reminds me, um, if you're listening and not watching, I got my cup that says, don't give up the ship. And uh, it I gave me, up more than the ship, <laughs> let me tell you. It reminded me of the story you told last week of you getting seasick out on Lake Erie. Why do you laugh when you say that? Oh, my gosh, because, hon, as you told that story last week, I literally physically found myself feeling nauseous. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that story. The story uh -huh. is so old, but man, I tell you, that's the thing we're talking about that's today, That's called honestly. empathy, right? When you can feel my pain. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was empathy. But no, but that's that story is over 30 years old. This is before yeah. you we were married, and yeah. that story still makes me laugh. It makes me half sick thinking about it. So, you know, we're talking about stories today, actually, and, you know, I hope that... Um, 
you realize that that's the way Jesus taught the disciples in the very first century mm-hmm. was through stories. And that's how he still teaches us today. And so we're really going to kind of tackle that whole topic um, with some really good stories. So everyone likes a good story, right? I'm sure you guys do, and, and we do too. Your hun, when I was dating you, uh-huh. I loved being at your house and everyone was around the table and you guys would just push the dishes back and for hours, hours, you guys would just tell stories. So that's funny because whenever we get together and people say, hey, you know, how was your Christmas or whatever? <laughs> um, I always say, well, you know, you're together with family and everything and just uh, telling a bunch of lies and having fun. And, and the reason <laughs> the I say that, because the stories bigger get bigger. Like, you know, if you made somebody laugh last year with the story, <laughs> you can't tell the exact same story you have to kind of embellish just a little yeah. bit more yeah. and so uh so now those stories are actually just kind of lies you know well and, and, and i'm being funny there but there's a there's a nugget of truth but the stories have to get bigger to well keep and the here's attention. the cool thing is that we have a whole new generation of ears now yeah who are listening to these stories for the very first time including our three youngest who are adopted so that they hadn't heard the stories maybe that our older two had mm-hmm. and so they just keep going on they have a life of their own you know yeah, and so yeah. It is kind of funny, but I've been married, we've been married for, we've been together for 36 plus years, and so I've heard those stories a few times. Yeah, but see, I keep making them better and better, you know? (laughs) Okay, so we're going to get into some stories today, because everyone likes a good story, but before we do that, we really need to pay some bills, so we want to thank our sponsors. Yeah, so let's uh, thank uh, Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Maxwell Construction Company for coming alongside of Rock Solid Radio. Uh, We couldn't do what we're doing without Mm -hmm. their support, so we want to thank those guys. Uh, Both of those companies are just fantastic to our local community. Um, I'm sure if you're listening from afar, you can think of companies in your local area that are major contributors to making your community a better community. And so that's the way these guys are here in yeah. our area. And we happen to uh, to benefit from that. Yeah. So we want to thank those guys. We also don't know how you're listening to us or watching us, maybe on YouTube or maybe listening by one of our major platform podcast platforms, whether it be Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts. But we thank you for listening, and, and, and we hope that after two years plus, hun, of a library on shows of faith and family and fitness, which, by the way, you can find all of them at rocksolidfamilies.org, too, we hope that you'll share them. We hope that you will... Um, just really listen and keep listening. And, and hun, maybe for some who are familiar with Rock Solid Radio, they don't know we do another weekly podcast called Strong Dads. Tell yeah. them about that. So the Strong Dads podcast is hosted by Kyle Crawford and myself. And, Much younger uh, dad. <laughs> he is, I'm just saying. I, I, a different perspective. I have so far to go with him. I'm just. I, you guys are cruel. Oh, no, that's part of Man. it. Wait till you see this week's show. Oh, you've that's going to be fun. Oh, you've been bad. You two banter back and forth like son and father. That's good. But um, so that show is is part of us um, just talking to men and having a lot of fun, but also then boiling it down to the challenge of what us as as men have in our homes mm-hmm. today, especially in the culture that we're in, and uh, digging back to that absolute truth that we were talking about, hun, at the beginning of the show. So that's just such a big uh, conversation that uh, us men, in large part, have just. Um, 
we've taken our feet out of the ground and we've just drifted Mm -hmm. and and it's time for us to get back and say hey wait you know this isn't good we have to find some direction hey don't give up don't give up the ship (laughs) so whether you're listening online or whether you're watching us on youtube please share our shows Star, you know, give us a five star rating because we are finding out that's how we move up on the search engines. Is the more um, five star ratings we get, the better. So another thing with that too is, especially because we are new on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, we need you to subscribe to the channel. So if you watch yeah. the show one time, and unless it offends you or you just simply don't like it, um, please subscribe to that. So it's subscriptions and five star ratings yeah. that actually boost that and help us get the word out. And, and like mm-hmm. I said, it's uh, that's that's how we work in that particular uh, uh, media platform in yeah. order to help it get out. So YouTube, you can go to and search Rock Solid Radio and find all of our shows that we're doing today. And then Strong Dads is the other one to search. Yeah. And then we have Rock Solid Families. It's another channel as well. But hun, come on, it's story time. Tell us a story. Now, again, <sighs> this isn't just a story to tell a story, but a story that maybe you learned a lesson from. <laughs> Where do I begin? So I can think of so many lessons, like even just growing up. And I didn't tell you about this one, but this was one. This is so funny. And especially, I I was reminded of it You're telling me a story I've never heard before? No, you've you've heard it, but I didn't tell you that I was going to say anything about it today. Um, And I was reminded of it today because right now as we record this, it's very cold outside. And it's... That's why you want to go to Hawaii. It's like an old traditional (laughs) winter around here. And so... Where I grew up, we had a big lake, a big pond, and uh, my dad was always adventurous and doing different things, and he had the idea that across this lake, we were going to build a bridge. Mm. And so for three winters straight, every time it would ice up, um, we would go out with chainsaws, uh, hammers, sledges, ladders, everything, and we would build that bridge out across that lake. On the lake yeah. in the winter? Yeah, we we wait for winter. It would freeze over. We'd go out there with all of our tools. We'd take chainsaws, and we would cut big you know, holes in the ice. We would take railroad ties and cut um, ah. points on them, You okay. know, make them look okay. like a pencil, so to hmm. speak. And then we'd get ladders and stuff, and we had big tamping bars. And the bottom of a pond is very soft mud. Okay. And so we would... Take you know, be my my two other brothers, myself and my dad. We would take these big railroad ties and and then direct them straight down, and we would just pound those things down. Okay, and so we would get maybe twenty, thirty feet of bridge done um, each winter. You know, was just kind of how it was working out. And um, after we got about halfway done with that bridge one year, okay, all of a sudden the winter starts to warm up, and when that warms up, the ice yes. starts to melt around the perimeter of the pond. Uh-huh. And one day we came home from school and we oh, no. got off the bus and we looked at our pond <laughs> that we had spent all winter working oh, on no. this bridge. And it was a little bit windy that day. And that big sheet of ice, oh, the no. wind was blowing it and had our bridge like oh, this. No. It was completely oh. laid down. We were like, oh my gosh. Oh. And so poor dad. we we got home, we got our tractors, we got our trucks, we we climbed out there on the bridge, even though it was pretty shady, and uh, hooked uh, ropes Yikes. and stuff to it, and we started to just put tension on it to upright it, all right? And then once summer came, guess what we got to do? <laughs> we got 
we had uh, posts that we had the top or uh, cedar posts that we had to cut angles on and everything. And we learned why it's important to put angle supports on ah, your vertical post. And so, uh, diving down in the water, planting those down, oh you know, down. So, but that whole story of what happens when you don't make your bridge stable and, and we had so much fun with that we still that bridge is still standing it's still standing after that, was, uh, that 40 uh, probably 40 years that wow. bridge is still standing yeah. so it was very cool too yeah yeah so anyway yeah. but you talk wow. you know, every winter that's what we we'd man. skate for a while and then dad would come out and boom your dad we I'm would start you. building bridges he is a man of ingenuity <laughs> it's for sure so well my story is a little older actually and it, it it goes with my best friend who I'm going to send this to her because I don't know if she'll remember the story. We were like in fourth grade. She'll see how you tweaked it. <laughs> <laughs> it probably has a life of its own, but her name was Nika and we were out riding bikes on an, on a spring day and she and I decided to switch bikes. And so I had her bike, she had my bike and we were going down this street it was a little bit of a hill, and you, I know, have made fun of me because it's not really a gigantic hill. It's not much of a hill. We call it a grade. <laughs> it's just kind of a downhill grade. But this downhill grade T-boned into my grandma's house. Her street, um, she was, you know, um, at the end of that uh, T-bone, and it was on a different street. But anyway, so we were heading to my grandma's house, and so we were going down that that grade, whatever you want to call it, when my friend kind of yelled over, hey, my brakes don't work is what I heard. Now she says later that she says it didn't they don't work well. I didn't hear the word well. I just heard they don't work. And here I am heading downhill and I'm in a little bit of a panic because at the bottom of this hill it's spring and so there's a lot of sand where they had like sanded the roads during icy roads. And so I'm a little fearful of some road rash if I would try to turn mm-hmm. or stop, you know, which I couldn't cuz the brakes didn't work, right? So I'm flying down this hill and I'm starting to panic and I'm actually starting to cry. And I don't realize it that if I would have tried, the brakes probably would have worked, just not very well. I think the evidence indicated <laughs> that the brakes actually worked fine. That's kind of the, oh, the part of the backstory that I ended that up my hearing. dad tells later. But that, because yeah. you thought they didn't work, I didn't try. You didn't even. Try I didn't them. even try them. Right. <laughs> so I ended up going straight forward into my grandmother's house, a stone brick house. I literally hit that. I, I went into the bushes and I literally got knocked unconscious. And by the way, I blacked out before I even hit the wall. You don't I remember hitting I don't the remember wall. hitting the wall or anything. And so all I remember is waking up in the hospital hmm. and my friend is nowhere to be found and my mom is there. And I find out that my friend got scared, Nika, and she ran home and she kind of <laughs> didn't know what she to was do. Be in trouble, I, I guess. And the mailman found me, like the mailman who walks house to house, found me in the bush. Yeah, and got a hold, knew that that was my grandma's house, and got word. Again, this is the day before cell phones, and so they got word to my mom and stuff, and I ended up in a hospital with a concussion. But. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Yeah, you know what? But, but you guys see, do. All I've the time. heard that story so many times, and we have actually made that story. Linda was flying down a mountain, <laughs> no brakes, and so, I mean, so we actually played the yeah. story up quite a bit. Well, and that is honestly why I have this intense fear of going downhill fast. Yeah, I, I don't like I, ski. I, I, I don't like the bike that a few ride. Times you have, have yeah, I. going down a ski slope. But anyway, <laughs> um, but my lesson in that was to always test and verify. 
that I found out later, that's not what she said. She said, the brakes don't work well. And my dad tried out the brakes because he was worried he messed up. I messed up his my friend's bike and the bike was fine and the brakes worked. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to say, I, I'm not denying it. I'm just saying that I didn't believe that or I didn't know that. And so I've learned that you test and verify everything. And that's kind of what we talked about last week, Con, in that Absolute Truth show is that you want to test and verify right. everything. That's, that is the beauty of Against science. God's word. That's why we continue. Yeah. to have science yeah so and sharing <laughs> the stories okay we don't want to continue with all these stories <laughs> we could be here for days right so part of the deal here is 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 linda you talked about earlier um christ taught in parables okay and the parable is basically describing a life situation but it has an outcome that um, the outcome should be teaching us a lesson yeah. okay and it also means that the parables are things that uh, were culturally relatable mm-hmm. um, that, for the time and so maybe the, you know in today's time i might go well why, why did they go to a well to get water or whatever <laughs> you know why don't you just turn on a faucet but they were speaking in the time yeah okay yeah and so so the, the important part here is when we have stories in life, um, there is what we see here on this mm-hmm. earth as to what's going on. The lower story. Right, the lower story. And then there is, well, what is happening in the bigger picture or the, yeah. the upper story, the big story, mm-hmm. okay? And we were talking before we recorded because... If you don't uh, have an understanding of God's working and you only have the perspective of the here and the now. Yeah, the lower story. You will be stuck in that story. Mm. And that is, and especially when bad things happen, that can be a bad yeah. place to be stuck. Yeah. All right. And so understanding that there is a bigger picture. All right. Yeah. And and that's, again, uh, that is so important, hon. You, like, uh, remember the corn maze? Yes, yes. You want to share with with our poor kiddos the torture? So years ago, we went to this corn maze that had a really cool, like, perch like a, a tower, an outlook tower, an yeah. outlook that you could, as a parent, go up and look at the whole corn maze and and see the kids in it. And we took our two oldest, and uh, the oldest one, man, he was like running, he was flying, and he would hit dead ends. He turned around, he hit another dead end, and and he was just trying to navigate it right without a lot of fear and just trusting that he's going to be okay. He's going to get out. But our second oldest, he was starting to panic. Well, you know, he was three years younger. Yeah. And he didn't he didn't think that this thing could end. Right? The older <laughs> yeah. one had the knowledge that somehow, even somehow if I, he's I, get out. I yeah, we're gonna get him, okay? He can look up and see us in the tower and, yeah. and you know, he's not gonna be up there uh, or just wasting away. The younger one couldn't see that he could be and I'll use the word saved. Mm. And it, it started to panic him. Yeah. Like and again it brought on that anxiety and tears. Mm-hmm of what do I do now, especially after I start getting more confused. I've already tried this route. I did this. I did that. Nothing seems to be working. It was very interesting from a parenting perspective Hmm. to see the panic and anxiety. Yeah. Okay, and then then all of a sudden starting to call out to him, right? right? Hey, buddy, we're right here. Don't worry, we'll be right there. Turn around, go this way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of where God is. You know, God has this 50,000-foot level view of our life and others' lives and how they're going to interact and how they're going to collide and and how they're going to turn and twist. But we can't see that. 
just like our second oldest son couldn't see a way out, while our older one trusted that he, he's going to be okay. And, and if, if worse came to worse, he, he had a parent that was watching over him that can guide him out. And that's, that's where our relationship with God is, is that our lower story may be like in that corn maze where you can't see a way out, you can't see the dead ends ahead of you, and you keep hitting those walls. But there is a way out, and yeah. he does have a plan. What an important lesson here. So, you know, I think of why would somebody not look up to the person who mm. had the bigger 50,000 view? Why would I not look up? So I, I go through a bad thing. My house burns down. I lose mm. a job. I have a death of a child. I have a terrible thing. And listen, you know, some people, oh, well, you know, God, God did that because no mm-hmm. God, God allows these kinds of things, just like He allowed you to walk into the corn maze. Yeah, I mean He allows that free will, right. right? But what would keep me, especially after I feel lost or I'm getting hurt inside the corn maze? What would keep me from looking up mm. for help? Yeah, and and this is this is that whole thing of understanding what it was the fall. Um, from God's grace in the Garden mm-hmm. of Eden. Hmm. I One thing that keeps me from looking up would be ignorance. And mm-hmm. in the case of our younger son, he was a little guy. Right. He did. And we actually had to say, hey. hey buddy, you know. we're right here. Yeah. And so yeah. W- once he started to see us and we got his mm-hmm. attention, mm-hmm. okay, then his ignorance was able to be uh, put back in its proper place and he could start to listen to us. But there is another human condition that is very dangerous here. Uh. I'm lost. I'm banging myself around in this maze and my pride. I refuse My pride, my limitations. And so combining ignorance with pride Mm. and arrogance, all right, which that's uh, ignorance and pride together is arrogance, right? (laughs) And so those coming together keeps us stuck. Mm. And so um, when we have a tragedy, let's just say the house burns down, I still have a choice in that story. That story is a tragic story, all right? But I have a choice in that story. And and I think you and I had to talk a little bit, hon, because... That's my like bad things can happen to bad to, to good people and mm-hmm. they're like why why yeah. why yep and we we have to look up for the guidance we yep. have to rest in and that God has this and trust that even in your lower story may look tragic or difficult or inconvenient that there's something bigger and greater for instance on I think of 911 and mm-hmm. the people that went to work into the twin towers every day but the day of 911 they had an inconvenience or maybe a child was sick or their car wouldn't start or they missed the train. And now what they thought was an inconvenience, they see now in the upper story, it was God's provision of protection and that they actually survived a horrible tragedy through what they thought was just in their lower story an inconvenience. And so we've got to trust that God has something good to come out of everything. And I, I think of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, you know, where God says, for I know the plan I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, and plans to give you a hope and a future. And then in verse 12, it says, then if you call me on me and come and pray to me, I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So there's that, who are you looking at kind Mm -hmm. of perspective. Right. 
Right, and, and seeking him versus self or even other uh, man-made uh, entities. And so yeah. it's really important as we're going to walk through these stories. And, and you know, what what was the story of my bridge building? Well, you know, we were all proud of ourselves. <laughs> Don't give up the ship. Right? Don't give up the ship. We were all proud of ourselves in that bridge building. And there was always something more to learn. Mm-hmm. There was always something that you had to go, you know, you you have a choice and that one of them is to to cry and shake your head and go why why did this happen or to to get back at the work and be persistent in giving this to god and asking for help and hon i think that is one of the greatest gifts your dad has given all of you kids all five is that he never gave up and that he continued to be and i don't even know ingenuity no no, anyway um creative creative (laughs) To find a way out of a problem and to not give up. And and he had to sometimes humble himself and right. he had to seek help. And so that's what God is asking us to do, to not give up, to not throw in the towel, to not blame him, but to trust him in the upper story that he's got going on, a good plan for your life. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, as we think about going in through challenges, we want you to think about the challenges that you've had in your life. Yeah. And... You know, uh, not to be cliche, but there's that like, well, there's a silver lining to every storm. Well, what are some of the silver linings that you've seen? Like, man, when this happened, it Mm. was the worst thing. I just actually was speaking with a friend of mine uh, late last week, and he... Uh, he's still kind of in a storm, but he was in a terrible storm with job loss and this type of thing. And I just asked him, I said, dude, like, how are you holding up through all this? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I know it sounds weird, but like so much of this has been a blessing. Yeah. And w- one is because it kicked his tail to the point where he was down on his knees in that maze mm-hmm. and frustrated, uh, angry. Um, even angry at God, like mm-hmm. why? I, because one morning I had it all, and the next morning it was just seemed to be taken away. Yeah. Um, but through that refinement process, he has seen. I mean, one thing that he said that I think is so important through this job loss situation is. I have been able to spend so much time with my kids and my mm-hmm. wife that I've never had before, and we are loving it. Yeah, that that in itself might yeah. be the blessing or the silver lining right. that actually mm-hmm. he needs to build from that now. Yeah, and you know, you thought you said house burning down, and my grandmother and I've told this story before. She her house burned down, and she had to move out, and it was after a, a attic fan had gone. Uh, haywire and it burned the attic specifically where all of her stuff was Hmm. and you know it it was amazing to me that uh, a woman in her late 80s at the time could look at that and say you know what i'm gonna be okay and god's got me and 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 that was a lesson for me so it wasn't just for my grandma i think that house burning down was a lesson for all of us in her life where she was willing to trust god even in what seemed to be such despair she lost a daughter she lost her license you know all of these she lost her husband all of those things she would say god's got me I, i'm trusting yeah, in him in my story uh, would constantly be in the maze but looking up to the yes. overlook tower yes and that was a that was inspiration for me. Yeah, it really well, was. And I think back of um, when our our second oldest son uh, tried to get into the Naval Academy, mm. and man, he you know th- that in itself was a process. Not just like yeah. trying to get into any college. It's just it, there's a heavy duty screening process and just getting um, nominations. We're really picking on him stuff. today. I hope he's listening. Yeah. We love you, buddy, <laughs> and we are so proud of you. But but he didn't get in. 
he got rejected and um, well, he, had, he didn't get accepted. He, well, was he, got, he got rejected from the. You weren't getting, rejected, buddy. Not not by us, but by the <laughs> Naval Academy. Or and um, and what was harder was he applied again a second year, mm-hmm. and in this second year, he was even told things like, "Man, you've got it all together. Mm-hmm. You've done everything you need to do." Um, he was actually in an ROTC program at the time, and they he was told by them that he should um, he should not have any Fly problem yep. and and his older brother was in there so it made it even tougher thinking yeah he, i could do it yeah and he got turned down again yeah and that mm. one really hurt because he got turned down more by somebody he mm. thought was going to cover him more locally mm. and the moral of that story is and he will tell you this now he is so glad he didn't go to the naval academy yeah. <laughs> because he ended up flourishing yes. at miami university yeah. of yep. ohio uh finding his wife yes there who also went to Miami, so there you go. Wouldn't have met her at the Naval Academy. Yeah, and finding a group of of friends that he still, they are still best of friends. They they moved from Miami of Ohio. Now they all live in Virginia Beach. Well, they moved to California, then they moved to Virginia Beach. They all kind of followed each other, which was so cool. And, you know, not to mention the fact that he got a full ride and he was still able to pursue his dreams that he would have if he had gone to the Naval Academy. So the, the path was not stopped. It was changed a little bit, but now he can look back and see the upper story of what God was doing, even in double whammy kind of rejection in his mind. Double whammy. Is that a God word? I'm going to put the double whammy well, on you. Well, I remember tearing up with him and oh, just being man. so heartbroken and for him. I remember being angry <sighs> on his behalf, yeah. like like he didn't get the fair that treatment. Robbed. It wasn't yeah. justifiable. <laughs> and so, but again, we're all in the learning process yeah. of this as well. And so I think it's important that sometimes what you think you see is the right thing or even the mm. wrong thing. It may be not always be as it appears, just as the parables yeah. that Christ used. It doesn't always quite appear uh, or, or turns out as it appeared. So um, anyway, we're going to have a good time talking these stories. I want you to think about your own stories. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about, wow, I I was dreading this particular thing in my life, and now I am so thankful that it actually happened. It, yep. it altered the course of my life. I want you to be thinking about those stories, those opportunities, because those are the things that actually then create that that solidness in you that remind you, oh, no. You know, I don't need to panic. Mm-hmm. I've seen this play out before in a different scenario. Yeah. And you may not be able to see God's upper story. And we ask that you would just reach out to him. He is up in that tower. He is looking over the entire situation. And James 1, 5 tells us, if, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God. And he gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So we're just asking for you to just really reflect on maybe a story in your life and where you can see maybe God's hand or upper story in that. And we're going to continue this series, hon, of stories that Jesus tells and the meanings and the lessons that we can learn today, you know, because it says God's word is alive and active and it is still able to use, be used to teach us a lesson. Good stuff. All yeah. right. So think about your stories. Your your story might still be in the process. You might be on chapter one right now <laughs> to your story. But th- we all have stories that are either finished or just starting. And so none of these are completed uh, for life right now. That's mm-hmm. And that's the cool thing, too, of realizing, well, what story are you writing right now? Yeah. Uh, we like to talk about those kinds of things. So we'd like to thank uh, Maxwell Construction and Casey Outdoor Solutions for being a proud sponsors of the Rock Solid Radio program. Again, if you uh, are struggling in your your walk of 
life, whether it's your marriage, your family, even something with work-related, your faith, reach out to us at Rock Solid Families. That's 812-576-7625. This is what we do for a living. We uh, get to get our hands right in the middle of what these challenges are in life. And, uh, you know, we enjoy it because Mm -hmm. we like to watch, not us work, we like to watch God work. And there is nothing more amazing than to watch God alter a life, change somebody from addiction to sobriety, mm-hmm. uh, from divorce papers to mm-hmm. let's renew our vows, you know, from mm-hmm. kids who are getting ready to get kicked out of school to kids who are finding themselves on the honor roll list. I mean, mm-hmm. these are the types of things that you can see when you, you take a deep breath and let God start to work on your heart. And so come see us at Rock Solid Families. Let us help you out. Yeah. So thanks for listening to Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. Man, we got some stories that we could have told. <laughs> I'm not going to tell those stories. No, Woo! be careful. Those are our BC stories. Shh, before Christ. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to let it go right there. Yeah. <laughs> Say ya. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200.